0: You are listening to Courageous Leadership, the podcast, with me, Diana Osagi, the author of the book Courageous Leadership. This is the place where inspirational leaders and everyday heroes share their inside stories of leadership. Today's episode features a guest sharing their mistakes, mishaps and triumphs. Let's dive in. Guys, I am excited to have our next guest with us here on the Courage Leadership Podcast. I'm going to let her introduce herself and to say what she does for a living. Right.
1: Well, my name is Catherine Birbal Singh and I am headmistress and founder of the Michaela Community School. We are in Wembley in London and we've been open since 2014. And this year actually is our first year that we have a full school from year seven right
0: through to year 13. To year 13, how exciting. Yeah. How are you guys coping with the pandemic? Have you got year groups at home and bubbles bursting or are you all online? Yeah, so well, we have bubbled them according to form groups so we don't ever have to send
1: home a whole year group, which is good. We do have one of our form groups home at the moment. Yeah, I mean, if somebody tests positive, then we send home and then they come back and yes, then we're on Zoom
0: and, and all sorts. It is a difficult time, but, but we're managing, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right, guys. So we know the formula, don't we? It's mistake, mishaps, and triumphs. And it's about leaders showing to other leaders and those who potentially wanting to become leaders that, listen, sometimes thing goes pear-shaped. Sometimes we visit the planet numpty, do things wrong, get our senses back, then we come back again. So it's not all glory, but when we get it right, we call it triumph. So Catherine, where would you like to start? A mistake, a mishap, or triumph? Well, we can go with mistakes seeing as that's the first. Yeah, let's I start think. there, go ahead, yeah. Well,
1: I've come to realize over my time here that culture is really important. And mm-hmm. I don't think I understood that at the beginning. And so I didn't use the CPD time that we've got, continuing professional development time, that we have a session with all the staff once a week. And I'm not sure I used it as, as well as I do now, And that was a mistake because the saying that culture eats strategy for breakfast is very true. And I think that leaders, they often make the mistake of thinking it's about strategy when actually it is mainly about culture. And that if you can get the culture right, the strategies will just fall into place. Yes. Yes, you do that by being really clear about what kind of culture you want and the vision that you've got. And then thinking about the details about how you create that culture. And the main thing is that you need everybody buying into that in your organization. And so we do have this weekly meeting with all the staff, which is great. And nowadays, for instance, we talk about philosophy and politics and and things that would seem to have nothing to do with the school. Right? Yeah. Like, we've got a session with all the staff in in half an hour just now, and I'm going to be showing a couple of clips from Gladiator. And you might think, well, why would I do that? You know, shouldn't you be training them and teaching and learning? Shouldn't you be training them and how to (laughs) do observations or, or whatever it is that you would normally use that time for? But actually, the two clips I want to show are one where Russell Crowe, the character in it they're being sent out into the arena and he's he's gathering together the men and saying, who's got this skill? Who's got that skill? And it's all about oh. years, right? And then there's another one where the Roman army are going to battle with the barbarians on the other side. And you can really compare the difference. The Roman army are all together and they've got their shields and they all move at the same time and there is strategy and there is vision and so on. Whereas the other side are just a complete mess. And right. so, <laughs> Talking about that, these sorts of things with staff can establish your culture, whereas, uh, and that's kind of an overarching vision, that yeah. is needed. and you're thinking, as I say, generally about culture, as opposed to thinking about specific strategies that you want your teachers to do uh, in order to make things better in the school. Now, obviously, you need to do the strategies as well, but I would say a mistake I made at the beginning was to not concentrate enough on the culture.
0: And when did you realize this is a mistake, I need to change this? What was the catalyst for that that change?
1: When I didn't have a hold of the culture. <laughs> when I noticed <laughs> that certain things, certain members of staff were, were not with the vision, right? Got it. Yeah. They, and I thought, wait a minute, why is this going on? Why haven't I got the consistency that I really want to have? And so I started to change things from then on and, you know, they, they have developed over time to get to yes. the point where they are
0: now. Yes, I think leaders are, it's a courageous stance because it's easier to get your hand on a bit of strategy and to implement it and to embed it and to measure it and to monitor it.
1: Mm. It
0: takes it, it okay. more courage to talk about Russell Crowe and gladiators yes. and things, you know, when actually you know I can do a bit of pedagogy and we know what that is and we yes. can make that happen, I can measure it and I can put up a, a nice Gantt chart or whatever, yes. but to talk about how we feel Mm-hmm. you know why do we feel that way how we're we behaving towards each other that that takes courage in the leaders to yeah. say let's talk about this and it's important let's spend time on it yes yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. got it got it okay yeah. mishap
1: perhaps yeah so I think it's really easy because in leadership to make I mean this is a sort of mistake you know as well This mishap because but the reason why we're saying mishap is that it looks like it's all fine for a while that's when it the isn't, one really yeah and what I would say, what I've come to realize is that the less you know about something in your school, the probably the more problematic it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, yeah. you know, it, and you've got to constantly be saying to yourself, what do, where are your black spots? Where do you yeah. not know? what is what is what do you not know that, 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 where where do you see? what's going on? You know like yes. once you once you can do that, and you see, oh look, I don't know much about what's happening in this bit of that department, or I don't know much about what's happening in the kitchen, or I don't know much mm. about what's happening in with the caretakers or whatever it is. You you can then, you can get, well, you then start asking questions and then you start to realize, oh my goodness, actually it, there's, there's a big problem here and I didn't realize. And yes. the, the signal for that is you realizing what you don't know (laughs) so you have to do a kind of audit every now and again you've got to do an audit okay here are the things i know loads about what do i know least about okay yeah i know least about these things let me go and check those things out because the likelihood is
0: that there are problems there because you don't know what's going on you don't know Um, what's going on people confuse that i think something with micromanaging it's not it's just robust oversight hmm. isn't it you know getting to really to know your community you know i don't know everything about scm But I need to know enough so I can one hold you guys to account, and two make sure the expectations I have for all parts of the school are being met everywhere. That's right. That's
1: right. Yeah. I mean, no one would ever call me a micromanager, not in a million years. I mean, Mm. if anything, I'm I'm very hands off, and that's what I mean about because what happens to me because I'm so hands off, (laughs) I then (laughs) there might be little places, and I think oh I don't actually know what's going on there. I need and I need to find out. And it's not because you're then going to go in and control
0: everything it's just so that you're it, yeah. aware <laughs> and that's it and it's that, that having that clarity and i say when i'm training leaders there's a part of your salary that you get which nqts and you know second department don't get that kind of salary because you are paid to have clarity mm. you are paid to know stuff mm. <laughs> you know the okay. head of french should have to know all the strategies that are going on apart from what's going on in french but you do need to know, and you've got to have clarity. That, that's why your salary is very different to the head of French salary. That's right. You know? Well, and yeah. of course the
1: head of French knows everything that's going on in French.
0: In French, yeah.
1: teacher doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> so at every level, you've got to know your area really well. And the thing is, when you know all the bits, it informs the whole, your impression of the whole, and it that will is. inform your vision as a whole when you know all of the bit, little bitty, bitty pieces everywhere. I notice I said what's going on in the kitchen, what's going on with the caretakers, going everywhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's easy easy to get distracted.
0: It is. It certainly is. All right. Bring it home. Talk to us about a triumph, a time when you knocked it out of the park.
1: Well, I mean, of course, all my things aren't necessarily a particular event, but more things that over time. So this, too, is one like that which is that I have a system called error correction, which is a a star chart that we have, that we have in the staff room. We also have in the office downstairs. They have a separate one in the office. And anytime anybody gives me a correction, and when I say that, what I mean is they find something in the school that isn't working and they come and tell me. Now, notice how I said about the mishaps, about not knowing where Mm -hmm. the issues are. Mm -hmm. Um, it's It's very hard as a head to know where all the issues are because you're not in every classroom, you're not in every department, you don't know what's going on everywhere. So you are dependent on people letting you know what's happening, right? And that's not because you're gonna go off and fire anybody, it's just because you want to know what's happening in the school. And you want to fix things. And as I always say to the staff, if I don't know it's broken, I can't fix it. (laughs) And I'm depending on them to tell me. So one of the things I'll be talking about in our session this afternoon with staff is that we're a team. And I can only be a successful leader of the team if you don't tell me, if you you, you have to tell me what's going on. And yes. um, so we have this star chart and every time anybody comes and tells me there's an issue, I give them a star. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a silly thing, but what it does do is it encourages people to feel yeah. brave about coming forward and saying, look, this thing isn't working and I'm not gonna get upset about it. I'm thrilled about it. And I say, well done, you've got a star. And honestly, I think that's it's a real game changer. It uh, it enables me to know far much far more than about what's going on in my school than I would otherwise because then I haven't just got my eyes. I've got hundreds of eyes all over the school
0: helping me to run the school. That's fantastic. That's I mean. And people would shy away from that. So like, oh, it's patronized. It's it's a bit of fun. But then it takes away that culture of fear. Oh, I can't. Yeah. This is broken, but I won't say it. They might think I broke it, or <laughs> they might—they might think that you know that was yeah. our fault. I'll just—I'll just cover it over and let's see what happens in August when the results come out. <laughs> you know, that, and that's yeah. the worst thing is it to find out on results right. day that yeah. people knew in January that exactly. was never going to work. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> happens all over the place. It happens
1: in schools everywhere because people are uncomfortable about saying, and even with my error correction chart, I would say that it's still not the case that I get everything, you know, to me, but it helps and it makes it it better,
0: yeah. And that's what you can do, every little helps. We have Tesco in school. Yes. Get it, get it, get it. Oh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much again for being our guest today. I know that you are active on Twitter. People can engage with you on that. Yes, they can, it's Miss Snuffy miss
1: underscore s-n-u-f-f-y so they can follow me there i have to say i
0: say things that are contentious so i warn your listeners <laughs> engage listeners you hear that be courageous and engage it's good to have people who stand up and say what i think yes well exactly. i that's what leadership <laughs> is it is leadership it is that stand up and say what you think fantastic once again thank you so much for being with us we've really enjoyed talking with you well thank you for having me You have been listening to Courageous Leadership, the podcast, with me, your host, Diana Osaghi, the author of the book, Courageous Leadership, available on Amazon now. You can reach me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or via the website, courageousleadership.co.uk. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Until then, goodbye.